Hey, Evan here. I play Valen, and I just want to take a sec to thank all our amazing patrons. And to mention that if you're enjoying the podcast, you might like some of the extra content we've made available exclusively to patrons. And not everyone can show their support financially, trust me, we get that. But maybe you could help spread the word. Word of mouth is the best way for our podcast to keep growing. So consider telling a friend how much you enjoy this bunch of idiots playing D&D. On to the thank yous. Thank you to Nick Scott, Ian, and Gullitis. Thank you to Matthew Smets, Miri Rain, Chris Walsh. Thanks, Mike Hammond, Michael Pollard, and Jason Campbell. Thank you, Olga Krasik, Michelle B., Noreen Elizabeth. And thank you, David Forsey, Heather Baird, Cheryl Ann, Chelsea Dabhilke, and Shell Scott. We couldn't do this without you. All I want for Christmas is clues to help catch the heartless murderer who killed Kenwath the Cold. It's still anyone's game as the party discovered that a sneaky invisible something or other stole the murder weapon, a very pointy compass rose, from Ken's pocket just before he was killed. They also found out that Paulina had cast Finger of Death on him, hoping to kill him so she could wish them back to their adventuring days. So romantic. And while trying to escape the dragon's cool-ass breath weapon, Bree ran into the study where she found Herrick standing off against General Noir. Weapons drawn! I mean, daggers out! Frick, Frito, that was a perfect title drop opportunity. Get your head in the game. And get your heads in the game, my dear fat sons, with this week's episode of Wonders and Blunders. room without windows okay i am convinced uh, the dragon open... just attacked that room because there was a conversation held over telepathy and then it started <laughs> using a breath weapon <laughs> yeah very fair. very reasonable very fair. very reasonable assumption uh you open the door to the study you run inside you see with his sword drawn yes general noir standing off against herrick who has a dagger in each hand. Oh, could you have your weapons? Quick, quick, we are being attacked. (laughs) And they both, like, their heads... (laughs) Their heads just swivel to you immediately. It's not much time to explain. It's dragon attack study. Uh, Attack uh, room with glass. And Noir says that Ventress is of no threat to us. Please, if you wouldn't mind, ma'am, would you grab this man and subdue him? Why? (laughs) It has become clear that he is attempting to ransack this home for everything that it is worth after he has clearly murdered his own father. And Herrick is like, that is absolute bullshit. I came in here and he was tearing this place to shreds. He's not so clear on yet uh, who is killed who, but uh, I am certain that Dragon is uh, almost certainly <laughs> killed multiple people in other room. <laughs> and Noir says, no, that is, uh, that's outrageous. Ventress is outside. If there is another dragon, Ventress is more than capable of handling him. Well, he uh, attack with weapon. Uh, he breathes on on the all outside of house. And Herrick says, "I'm more than willing to take this into the rest of the family if you are Noir." And he says, "I will not be letting you out of my sight until you drop those weapons." And, and he's like, "Absolutely no deal." Dun, dun, dun. None of these weapons look like long stilettos. No, it's it's the same daggers that you inspected before yep. and a uh, long sword. <laughs> We have searched his room. He's missing poison, but uh, he's no murder weapon, and uh, he's nothing else really all that suspicious there. If anything, Uh, he is probably least likely suspect at this point. 
And he says, I have not taken any chances with this one. He has done things just like this in the past. Slipping in, killing, taking what he wants, and then getting out the back door. Well, we can solve this murder once we save others from being murdered. <laughs> Herrick, like, steps towards you, like, to stand sort oh, of no. next to you, still with his uh, daggers out. Huh? Hey! You <laughs> said the title! <laughs> it's over! <laughs> it's Thank you, James. Reach out on social media. Get your next hit of it next Thank week. Thank you, Daniel Craig. <laughs> <laughs> he's a real, he's a real sport. Real guy, real good guy. <laughs> so I turn Herrick towards the door and just like start ushering him ahead of me. Yeah, uh, and Herrick opens the door behind him uh, and steps out into the hall. Uh, and Noir is like, don't you let him close that? And then he closes the door. <laughs> He's fine. There's wrong room anyway. Uh, and I open the door to the observatory. Yeah. Uh, to, I think, the surprise of everybody who's about to leave to go to Beatrice's room. The door flies open. You see Bree standing there uh, with, with Noir, like, standing still in his sort of, in this sort of admiral's costume that he has with this gleaming longsword at his side. Oh, you are alive. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Ventress was uh, quite helpful. But she was attacking. Uh, no, she was um, illuminating. She provided us with insight uh, as to what had happened here. Oh, oh well, maybe you were right. Uh, looking back to Norbert. And Norbert said, I know I was right. I, I told you that th we, are, we are under no threat by anybody except for that backstabbing fiend. Oh, well, we have let him get away. <laughs> the one here with the most reason for 50 years of pent-up resentment really seems to be Terry. If I had to guess who here was just simmering and seething with inadequacy... Did we all laugh in unison? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Even Noir cracks a smile. There is no one and here who has had as much time feeling inadequate and squelched by their... As someone from a large family, I cannot imagine... Never mind. We'll see when we search his room. And Noir says, I'm, I, have to, I have to find Herrick. If any help would be appreciated. Well, uh, we're going to go to Beatrice. We're going to go. First, we'll go to Beatrice's room. We already talked to Herrick. All good. Don't worry. He was, he was in the, uh, the study looking for something, tearing the place to pieces. Where have you been? I was also, I mean, I was looking for clues and I found I Herrick thought you were going the... to be asking people questions. Yes, well, now I, I kind of thought everybody was going to be sitting in one room for this entire time, but it seems like they've been willy-nilly all over this tower. I normally have a lot more professional assistants who will lock down the targets and keep them in one spot so they cannot go ransacking through this whole entire place. It really seems like maybe you have a different agenda. Well, that is wanton hearsay, and I will not hear it. Well, Herrick did say you were ransacking room, not him. Yes, oh, but who are you going to believe? Well, neither of you, really, at this point. Regardless, you make a good point. We should find him. And Bree closes the door and opens the door. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Noir disappears behind the door. She closes it on him. No, no, then... I'm still in the room with him. Oh, okay. With I the, assume I'm study? standing in the doorway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So the two, you, you close the door. Uh, are the rest of you going to continue on to Beatrice? That was my I plan. Think, yeah. I have okay. absolute confidence in Bree. So, yeah, Bree will yeah, track, track I, I down. I would probably look at everybody and then shrug and be like, well, uh, Beatrice? 
Right. I would okay. like to initiate a Scooby-Doo chase scene, please, through all the doors of the house. <laughs> yeah, okay. This one's way easier because no one has to move. You just have to open doors and close them. <laughs> <laughs> we got to line up like 50 of these sound effects. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> we were in the observatory, yeah? Yes, with the candlestick. Yeah, I think... <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. Hey, we hey, we got pretty far before a clue joke. <laughs> Yeah, no, Ben is not going to join the chase. I think he's going to go. He's just going to be like kind of fiddling around, looking idle. His his eyelids have been kind of drooping, and he's kind of lost uh, interest. Rousy portion of a hangover. Well, sorry. <laughs> no, it's, he's a little boy. He's getting hungover. He hasn't slept in days. The peyote fruit is still coursing through his veins. Everything's He's disassociated pretty heavily at this point. Yeah, he's really over the floor being with wine. Everyone knows that. Okay, so you're I, staying. Is, it, is everyone else going to Beatrice or anyone else I going to I want to rifle through Terry's pockets while okay, he's fainted yes. on the floor. Uh, do an investigation check. I rolled a 12, which is 15. It's not a 1 or a 20. Oh, it is a 15, though. That's, that's That works. Out. <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> One of the three acceptable results. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so uh, Terry is passed out, uh, making no resistance. Uh, again, you just hear like, no, I said no, take a leg. Um, <laughs> as you sort of rifle through his pockets, you find uh, a couple of like silver butter knives. You find one silver candlestick and you find a four-pointed, like a compass rose is what it looks like. It looks like it used to be on a chain, but it is bulging in one of his coat pockets. Mm-hmm. I'm going to set that aside and stare at it real hard and see if it has hinges. The compass rose? Mm-hmm. It does not. Does Rowan see it? have a lot of blood on it? And or recognize it? Oh, are we, well, it are we still in the room? on how fast they left. Yeah, we haven't left yet. We haven't left. Yeah, yet. no, oh, I, I would say Rowan would. You'd be able to see that. Oh crap! I, uh, You've got I super it. perception. <laughs> it, it's just it's it's a compass rose that matches exactly what you saw rising out of uh, Ken's pocket, oh. and it has been pulled out of Terry's pocket. Okay, so it's smaller than what I was picturing. Oh, Kara, oh. uh, mm-hmm. and everybody's still in the room with us, right? Like Beatrice and and Paulina, and did anyone else notice? Uh, when Ventress was doing that nice little trick. Uh, anyone else notice what was going on with Ken? You mean being murdered by his wife? <laughs> well, besides that, I mean, I mean with Ken and his person. I mean himself. Not not necessarily what was happening, but what was happening. Uh... Spit it out. Spit it out. Okay. Please, spit oh, it out. You, what did you notice, Rowan? <laughs> please, what did you please notice? just tell us. Tell us. I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes you Stop. do this. You, instead of telling the thing, you ask a lot of questions <laughs> when we really could just get to the well, point and we could yeah, learn I, the thing. I, I was instead told of, that otherwise I, I could be Circling around the point. Yeah, you're not being rude. Just tell us. You know what? I just don't want to make any assumptions that, you know, I'm Okay, all right. Anyway, that compass, that compass was was looked like it was being stolen right right from underneath his cloak during the whole thing. By oh. whom? Well, it looked like an invisible hand or it was being moved uh, through magic. or I, There was no body attached to it. It was just lifting up and being taken away. Uh, the only real connection was uh, the same connection that seems to be at all of it, which is Pinky. And Pinky, uh, Pinky's eyes was on the wardrobe that was on full size next to them. So, uh, it was a wardrobe as well? Yeah. You guys didn't see that? Yeah, there was oh, the, I, the full I size wardrobe. Oh, I saw the wardrobe. wardrobe. 
Well, there you go. See, now if I just assumed that, now, now it seems like I was condescending to Kara. That's not what I'm trying to do. That's why I ask questions. <laughs> Star walks over to, to passed out Terry and flips him over on his front and slaps him. You kill him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you say non-lethal? Yeah. No, uh, you, you slap him and, and he's like, Gary, no slappies. Wait, what? What's happening? <laughs> what? Terry, you have, you have some explaining to do. Oh, well, no, I don't. I, I, I just Start have low blood up. sugar. Just ah. like, just like picks him up with one hand. <laughs> just like, there, you have, you have, you have some explaining to do. And like, turns him around and points him at the compass rose. Oh, balls. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, listen, I, I'm going under hard times. Okay, I, I don't, I don't have much of a stock left. Right. How did you come into possession of this? Yeah. I, I stole it from when? dad's pocket mm-hmm. when he was dead in the chair and no one was paying attention to me. Oh, yeah? Rowan? Well, when he was already dead, is that what you're saying? What yes. Did, what did you so say, Rowan? So it wasn't while uh, the argument was happening with Pauline over here and it wasn't while the dragon was watching? No. I, I was just thought nobody checked the body, so I thought maybe I should do that. Uh, my I found insight... This. Yeah, you can do insight. Uh, that is 25. Uh, he is definitely not telling you everything. Yeah. I, I'm just doing that motion, like like the come like the come on motion with my hands. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. I, 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 and I found this in his pocket, and I was overcome with... It was my greed, okay? I, I, I got greedy, and I took it. It looks expensive. After he was dead, this is what you're saying? Yes. That's... Uh, that doesn't explain... How it was being taken while he was very much alive. Terry, could you, you show th- us your wardrobe miniature? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, and he takes it out of his pocket. Hmm. Do you know any any special uses for that wardrobe? Uh, I I use it for clothes. Sometimes I keep food in there that I don't want Gary to get. Hmm. Do you uh, you ever get in there yourself? I mean, no. I'm scared of the dark. I'm, is he telling uh, us the truth? Yeah, my insight still. <laughs> still... He he genuinely doesn't know where you're going with this wardrobe. Thing. Okay, you, this doesn't feel mm-hmm. like you're you're pushing on a button. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd remember Are which you... pocket, like which side it was being taken from in the vision, right? Yeah. Well, uh, when you took this from his body, uh, if it was his body, though, which pocket did you pull it from? He goes over to the body, and he's like, "I checked this here," and he pulls the coat aside and you see there's like a holster at his side that looks like it would have held a book. Mm. Uh, and then and then I moved over to this side uh, and it was in this pocket here and that matches up with where you saw it coming from. I didn't see the book in the holster in that vision though, right? No, but, it, but there wasn't a whole lot of uh, detail and it was yeah. under his coat. This is a pretty common like wizard spell book holster. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Valen would recognize it mm. for sure. I, I think even Rowan, you would you would realize yeah. its purpose. It's uh... Terry. Can you cast the Mage Hand cantrip? No, I'm I'm not a uh, magical myself. I look at Rowan. Yeah, uh, was he lying? That, that checks out. No, he, and I, 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 I nod. I nod. Pretty obvious. I shrug, like, yeah. Terry. Yeah. Did you take the thing when your father was alive? No, he was dead. I'm sorry. That's the truth. Did you take anything yeah. else from him? No. Mm. Terry. I only didn't take anything else from him because what I wanted wasn't there. Which is? His spell book. 
And, uh, and Terry, and I'm like rubbing my forehead like, and Terry, it didn't occur to you to let us know that, that maybe the, one of the most powerful magic users that I've certainly come across is missing his spell book? Well, I was kind of hoping that you would see that it was missing, and then later when I found it, I could take it. When you found it? I was hoping I was going to find it. You were just going to find it by sitting, uh, lying on the floor, pass, passed out here here in the study. Was that was that part of your plan? Was is I, I feel like I'm missing something with you, my, Terry. It wasn't part of my plan. No, that just happens sometimes. I have low yeah. blood sugar. Oh, and, I, and and Rowan is still like rubbing his forehead. I cannot be blamed for trying to save my own business. Okay, the deal was too sweet. They wanted some of Dad's secrets, and they were willing to pay big. Okay, so I was going to steal the spell book, and I was going to sell it off to him. And oh. I was going to get my business back. Oh. There we go. Hey? Well, don't stop now, Terry. Keep going. Who, who was it? Who, who? What? Who was going to buy it? Yeah. Yeah. No, I Terry. I don't know. Who, I got an anonymous letter. I got an anonymous letter. An you anon- can probably an smell the rutabaga letter. on him. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, he's, he reeks of rutabaga. Yeah. I, I, I honestly don't know who it was. I, I, I was given an anonymous letter. They paid a bit up front. They said there was more if I could get the book. Where's mm. Where's the letter? I didn't bring it with me. That'd be crazy. Mm. And yeah, Ben has been paying attention, and he just says, "You you stole from your dead father's body because of a letter from someone you don't even know." Only after oh. we all decided we were going to bring him back with a wish. God, Wait, Terry. well that doesn't make any sense. What's the timeline of this letter? When did you get the letter? Oh, way before I came here. Well, well then, how? But you only back in Box the Rain, they sent it to Gary's place. Okay, and so you got this letter, and you were going to sell him out, but you decided to sell him out after you were going to bring him back. But you didn't know you had to bring him back until well after you got the letter. So, so where's the? No, where's no, the sorry, there? I only stole from his dead body after I figured out that we were going to bring him back. He was in. He's kind of in an in-between. Oh, well, that's okay. Listen, I'm not proud, okay? Look at me. I'm a mess. Clearly. I'm an absolute mess, okay? Nothing has gone right for old Terry. I live on a couch. It's the worst. I eat rutabagas for three meals a day. That, that's if I'm lucky. Uh, Terry, how were you to contact them once you had uh, procured the spellbook? They were going to come find me when I got back. Mm. Mm. My goodness, Terry. Well, that sounds real safe. Um, no wonder you're such a good merchant. You know what I think... I think Nightshade stole the spell book so she could get back in school. Ding! A little ring lights up on the magnifying glass as everybody turns their head towards Nightshade, uh, who is standing at the doorway, and her hand just like shoots up to her chest in as she is appalled at this accusation. You can make an insight check. Who? Rowan? Oh, okay. Everybody are Rowan with advantage. Uh, I, I would say, uh, Ro- I'll use Rowan's passive, but uh, Ben, you can make the insight check as you're making the uh, accusation. Insight? Yeah. Oh, I'm good at that. Uh, 23. 23. She like is wide-eyed amazed as you like swing over to her. And mm-hmm. she's like, how, how did you get all that from that nonsense? <laughs> <laughs> Um, and Ben is like, look, uh, <laughs> I was just guessing. <laughs> and then she's just like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> ben is just looking down at the magnifying glass and he's like, did you hear this ding? This ding. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like, 
yeah, I, I don't know if that's on the if that has been recorded yet, but the recharge uh, condition on the magnifying glass is you get one charge back per accusation you make against a suspicious person. <laughs> awesome. Um, that's incredible. So she throws her hands up and she's like, fine, okay, I did. I hired Terry to steal the book. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 uh, of course. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. of course. Yes. I Wait, so, but this Terry is... didn't steal the book. No, obviously. He wasn't going to do it. He was going to screw it up. He was going to get caught. And then while they were admonishing him, I was going to take the book. And so there's no way Terry could do that. It's Terry. Did you steal the book? No, I did not. And what am I picking up? Uh, That is the truth. She is like, she's upset. She's like, listen, we're about to go there anyway. I did steal a bunch of other stuff (laughs) from the study. (laughs) There was absolutely no way you were not going to find it in my room. It's under the mattress. You can check. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if anything, that does save Brie tearing your room apart. No promises. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let's go take a look. Before we go, I'm going to pick up that uh, rose. Uh, Can I see what it does? Like, does it do anything special? Like, what what am I looking at? Oh, Ben, give that a glance with the magnifying glass. And I, like, hold it towards him. (sighs) <sighs> I'll happily take it off your hands if you're tired of using it. No, Valen, don't it's... pretend you don't get off on this. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Ben looks at the yeah, looks through the magnifying glass at the thing. Uh, it is not magic. And it's not magic. <laughs> thank you. And looking over it, Rowan, you it's like pretty cheaply made and it, it is actually like not really it doesn't do anything. It, it's like a keepsake, like a paperweight almost. It's not super well made. Uh, Terry should have been able to see this, but he, it's not even real silver. Yeah. And there are flecks of blood on it. Hmm. Would, uh, would, it would I be able to gather weapon. that it's a fake? Sorry? Would I be able to gather that it's fake? It's. You could gather that it's not real silver, but it's not that it's like, it's not that it's a forgery of something. It's just not, it, it doesn't really have a, a specific purpose. It just, it looks like a compass rose off a map, but it, it looks like someone just made like a, a sort of silver sculpture. that they, they used to display that up on the mantel place. Uh, something to do with mom and dad's anniversary. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. So while they were arguing, this hmm, has to be just a sentimental thing. I mean, there's not really, I'm no expert, but this doesn't look like as much of a monetary value. So, so... During their arguments, an invisible hand lifted this out of their pocket. I guess that's another question for Paulina. Maybe she knows the cantrip, but I don't know. This is getting Um, muddier and muddier. Yeah, I think Paulina comes in at this point. But before we get to that, uh, Bree, you are with Noir. Mm -hmm. Uh, Where do you... uh, He he is just like, we have got to to find that scoundrel. Well, we start where we last saw him and open the door to uh, the central hallway. Yep, uh, so you step out into the hallway. Jeeves is, is there. Jeeves, which way did uh, did Herrick go? Uh, uh, he did not pass through the hallway. We just saw him pass through. Oh, uh, well, I don't know what to say. I did not see him. He didn't request anything of me. Uh, I look at Norbert uh, with just like a look of confusion on my face. Like, and we did just we did just I, see him go through here, yes? I do believe we did. And then he... Is like, Jeeves, open up the door to the study again. 
and the door opens to the study and he looks inside and you can see Herrick is still in the study um, and he is like digging through one of the bookcases mm. and Noir charges inside. Okay, I think I get it now. Jeeves, uh, 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 sound alarm. Uh, and I go chasing it after Norbert. And Jeeves, like uh, you are running into the room and Jeeves is kind of like, um, and he takes a little bell out of his pocket <laughs> and just like, Dings it, and everybody in all the rooms hears a little like ding a ling a ling a ling a ling <laughs> as the door closes. Uh, as you run in, uh, Herrick again is like up on one of those sliding ladders, and Noir comes like charging at him and swings the sword at the ladder. Herrick kicks it, it slides forward and like knocks Noir back onto his ass, and he like seamlessly does this big backflip across the room onto another one of the ladders and then kicks that and slides down the edge and makes his way to the door and opens it up and, and says, hey, uh, uh, Bree, do do me a favor. Just keep him busy, would you? Uh, 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 Bree just starts like making noises of protestation. And he opens the door and into the hallway where you still see Jeeves like ringing the bell and he says, oh, hello, Master Herrick. I believe some people are looking for, and then the door closes again. <laughs> well, I am very confused. And Noir gets up and starts charging towards you. Uh, to get to the door. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I would just pivot out of the way and then follow like directly behind him. Okay, so you go back out into the hall um, and Jeeves is like, oh, I just saw Master Herrick, um, but before you ask, he requested that I not tell you where he went, and so I will not. <laughs> I, I mean, that is fear. Then who came through here before? Or was it him and he just can't be found? I don't know. I'm sorry. May I stop uh, ringing the bell? Uh, yes, uh, and I would try to open the door to Herrick's room. Yeah, so you, you open the door and you see Herrick's room again. He is not in there. That you can see. I would then go to the uh, uh, the little side table that he has that I know that he has like hidden stuff in. Yeah. And just like, this is Bree. Bree would just literally pick it up and smash it on the ground. Okay, um, so you do get his, his figurine for the wardrobe. Okay. Uh, a bunch of papers, some uh, bags of gold uh, sort of burst open on the ground as this whole side table just explodes into splinters of wood. And when you smash the side table down on the ground, it actually cracks the floor. Ooh. And below it, you see a bunch more gold uh, under the floorboards. Oh man, Bree's eyes go wide. Like her, I think her pupils dilate because she's been told the value of gold um, as, as an armor since yeah. now. Um, oh, that is that is a lot of uh, that is a lot of gold. Eh? Hey, this is a lot of gold, eh? And Noir is like, stay focused, and he opens the door again to go back out in the hall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess Bree grabs a handful of things, including like the the uh, miniature wardrobe, uh, and and rushes back into the hall with him. Okay, so back in the observatory again, you go to like open the door to go to Beatrice's room. The door opens and Herrick comes in, uh, sort of like out of breath and panting. Uh, so uh, the whole the whole family has now reconvened back in the observatory. So do you have your dad's spell book, Herrick? What? No. Are and, you uh, sure? I'm I'm reading his face. <laughs> yeah, no, Body he language. looks. It looks like he's telling the truth. Oh, we have a lot of information now, Herrick. Uh, have you seen Pinky around? Yeah, he was just in the study. I went in there and him and Noir were there. Noir's trying to pin this whole thing on me. I'm pretty sure he's going to try to kill me if he sees me. 
what what was Pinky doing? And I'm I'm gauging him to see if he. Uh, I'm I'm trying to tell you know how when you're talking to someone you can usually tell if they're like making up a story or if they're telling you a story that they remember. Like I'm I'm trying to read that body language as yeah. I'm asking him about Pinky. So you see him try to remember what Pinky was doing. Uh, mm -hmm. You can tell that that is not what he wants to be thinking about right now. Um, yeah, okay. But he does he does say I I just came in. Uh, I just know he was in there. I didn't see what they were doing. Okay. I, my focus shifted to Noir pretty quick, yeah, and he pulled oh, that course. sword pretty well right away. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that, that would definitely pull the focus. Yeah, I understand. Uh, thanks. Thank you. And Paulina sort of steps forward and just says, I I mean, I think we should just... Are we all... We've got all the skeletons out of our closet. I mean, shouldn't no, we just yeah. bring him back? And Herrick says, I would love to go to the vault just to stay away from Noir. It's like, I, I don't think I'd have a problem handling him, but, uh, and he kind of like nods over his shoulder at Ventress, still like looking in the window. I do not want to be on her shit list. Mm -mm. Valen, are, are you near, are you near me? Yeah. Yeah, we're in the same room, right? Mm hmm No, Star, sorry, not Valen. Star would be the one I would ask oh, this to. Star, you're with me, right? Yeah, no, Valen, <laughs> yes. go to hell. Star, you're, you're here? I'm here. Yeah. So uh, uh, Rowan will <laughs> lean over to you and he'll be like, uh, you said you've spent some time with Aladrin. Are they all, uh, are they all like, like Noir? Are they all like this? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a history check for Mike, I guess. <laughs> uh, are all Aladrin like this? Well, like out of the ones that I'd interacted with from the merchant type B stuff. Uh, no. I, I wouldn't need a history check for that. The Eladrin that you have interacted with are fucking carefree party animals. Yeah. Yeah. No, they no, the Eladrin that I've hung out with are way better than him. <laughs> right, they must be. And I, I like I think I purposely mistake what you say and I'd be like, Yeah, they they've gotta be better than what we're seeing from Noir, right? I mean this is it's just such a loose cannon in this situation. I, I can't understand it. Uh, I mean Eladrin yeah, are supposed to be, you know, noble. Uh, they're well, I don't know about noble. I wouldn't. Well, I, and like Star kind of like looks off in the distance with that sort of like memories of parties yeah. passed by. They, they know how to yeah. throw a good party. <laughs> I don't. I don't know about noble. Yeah, there's a bunch of like ripped, sparkly elves in tight pants, just like gyrating around Star's head in like a mobile right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rowan's but, face uh, is troubled. There's certainly, certainly not this uptight. <laughs> Certainly not this update. Yeah. Uh, so Paulina starts making her way over to the globe again. But uh, where is the spell book? Where did the spell book go? And, well, if uh, they can bring Ken back, then then well, you know we can find. I guess we could just ask him. Exactly. But still, but where did it go? Uh, likely whoever mage handed the compass rose and used it to kill him took the spell book. Well, they whoever was inside that wardrobe. Yeah. I mean, it could have been. Was Noir alone with the body? Like he could have, he could have ransacked it at some point. He could have taken it. Uh, he was, but he was looking. He's looking for something in the study. Uh, well, we've left the body in the observatory, and it's been unobserved like a lot of the oh, time. Yeah. So it could be, what? maybe anybody could have been in here doing stuff with to it. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> That Rowan's voice is perfect. <laughs> but what's happening? Are we going to the the vault or? Uh, the vault? They, they, it's it's up to you if you if you want to go to the vault or if you want to do anything else before trying to go to the vault. I think if everybody's on the same page about going to the vault, yeah, if that's what the family are looked like. They're in agreement to do. Let's do that. Let's, I, I'd follow them there. Okay. Uh, so I mean, they, if they bring Ken back. That's the answer to our problems anyway. Exactly. 
I, I would assume that Norbert and myself would probably check the study to at least find everybody else. You mean observatory? the observatory? The observatory. The observatory, sorry, yes. Yeah. After not finding him in the room. So as uh, as Paulina makes her way over to the globe, the door flies open and Bree and Noir come charging in. Stop that man. <laughs> uh, Why? Why? Pointing at Eric. Uh, well, he's done something very strange with Jeeves. What? Oh. What? Well, he, he ran through hallway and Jeeves did not see him. And we're sure uh, that was Harry. Well, well, he's a thief, isn't going unnoticed, sort of his whole shtick. And he yeah. shrugs. Yeah. You would think all seeing butler in house that is relegated to one room would be able to see him, though. It's not really places to hide in there. It's very well lit. Herrick. That is true, but it's uh, it's you all who needed to spot me. Herrick, am I wrong? Can't can't you just tell Jeeves not to share where you're going? He yes. also did that. Yes. Okay, so I, I so did do that. After. Why why would you need to hide in the house? And if you can just tell Jeeves not to track, I wanted everyone to leave the study, so I could find out what Noir was looking for. Okay, so so you admit it was you who, who we saw in there. In this in the yeah yeah I, I was in okay. the study. Okay. I just saw the two of them in there, swords out. Mr. Noir, <laughs> what are you looking for? He says, a, a murderer, a criminal. That man right there. I mean, you're not doing much searching, talking to people. You're doing a lot of talking about other things. You're telling Beatrice that you want the location of the donjon instead of taking her to prison. And you're searching through the library. I just don't trust your motives. And uh, Paulina and Beatrice sort of step on either side of you. Kara sort of like creating a wall between Noir and Herrick. And he says, well, uh, I will admit that the donjon has quite a bit of my curiosity and some of my personal belongings have been stored away inside for his family use. Uh, we raided them both on, on our own, but that is besides the fact, it, the, the fact of the matter is this man is dead and someone needs to pay. What are you looking for? Yeah, maybe, maybe yes, answer. He still didn't answer the question. question. He's like at a, at a loss. And he's like, I, I just, Clues. I, I don't know. I, I just, I was just. Why did you want to talk to Ken about uh, after dinner? It was really important to you. Myself and Ken go back a long ways, and I was going to offer him the same deal that I offered Beatrice. I was going to make the warrant for her arrest disappear in exchange for the location of the dungeon. Something very dear to me exists inside of that. Why don't you share with us what that is? It is. Quite a powerful magic item, I believe, lies in the center of the donjon. It is a gift from the Winter Queen herself, and that gift was meant for both of us. What is yeah. it? You're skirting around the bush here. I have no will to, to tell you this. It is not pertinent. It is not important. All I need you to know is that it lies in there, and I want it. Well, it does seem to be more important than this murder investigation, because you spent an awful lot of time trying to weasel that information out of the other people here. And a lot less time looking for clues into the murder of your soul. Uh, this person you referred to as your dear friend. It is important. You all, of and course, I don't see why point. I can't do both. Hmm. Ventress is still looking in, right? Yep. I'll, I'll turn to to Ventress, and I'll. Uh, I don't speak sending. I'm hoping she can hear me through the glass. Uh, I'll be like oh, Ventress, if if I may address a dragon for the first time in my life. Uh, <laughs> I was always told, I was raised to believe that dragons were, were noble creatures and, and there were bad ones and good ones, but, but noble and true and, and really only 
made partners with with non-dragons if they saw something exceptional in them. And the way that our Norbert Noir here has been acting since the since he's arrived has troubled me and has certainly uh, cast a lot of doubt onto him and, and his kind, at least in my mind and, and, and I'm sure in the family's mind here too. It, it just puzzles me as to why a dragon such as yourself would... would what's the connection here? Like, why... Why is an Eladrim behaving this way when he claims his friend was murdered? Perhaps you can give me some insight. Um, ben kind of whispers to you. He just goes like, it's a white dragon. Aren't they bad? Well, I don't know. Uh, you, can do, you can do a history check if you want. Is it a white dragon? I thought you said it was like a white and blue dragon. It is, a, it is like white and, and blue, but it, it, you would know from the frost breath. Bree, like you are sure this is a white dragon, white but dragon. it looks okay. like it has been influenced quite a bit by living in the Fae. Ah, okay. Yeah. Uh, I did a history check. It is six. Six? Okay. I did. Uh, well, I'll just say this for... Seventeen. Uh, Seventeen? Okay. Uh, yeah, so it, it, is a, it is a white dragon. Um, white dragons are usually known as, like, the least intelligent, the most, like, bestial oh, darn. <laughs> of the dragons. This one is not... And, and because of that, people tend to label them as evil, but they are pretty neutral most of the time. Okay. They, they just, they, they hunt as they need to uh, raise their families. Um, this, but they, you do also know that like, and I think you would know this because of giants, frost giants tend to raise white dragons from birth as uh, companions. Oh, okay. Well, that I definitely would not have addressed the white dragon like that then. <laughs> and and Ventress like Ventress does seem quite a bit more intelligent than those stories would make you seem. But mm. you do know she can't she can't speak to you in that way. Okay. Well then, yeah. I, I guess I'll say that and then like look at her and I'll be like, right, right, white dragons. Oh, my mind is frazzled. Listen, Norbert Noir, your your your, your Majesty, your Honor, that. You've upturned a lot of uh, a lot of furball traditions in my mind with your behavior, and I, I would just like to see this family come to some kind of conclusion over the death of their father. And uh, it's just it's troubling to me that you, you're obfuscating the process here with with your own pursuit of power. I, I just find that very disappointing. And he says, "This is a perfect use of my power. It is to bring a murderer to justice. Stand aside." If that's and, your intent, then I will. Uh, and Paulina looks at you, Bree. And just says, um, Bree, darling, would you open the door for me? Uh, I breathe like just, just like shrugs and then turns around and opens the door. And then uh, she steps forward and puts up her holy symbol. And this wave of energy comes and hits Noir. And he casts a shield in front of his face. And then when his hand comes back down, Beatrice has sort of stepped under Paulina's cast. And she brings her hands up and one of those big skeletal hands that had transported her out of the room, comes up and pushes him out the door uh, and then closes it. And Paulina runs over to the globe and starts turning it. And you see the world outside start to spin as they make their way into the vault. So again, the pedestal raises up out of the ground. Um, all of them again take out these keys and step over to the uh, pedestal where the, the this pearl sort of sits in its little exposed now cradle. They stick their keys in, and all of them just take a moment to look around at one another, and they all nod, and then turn the keys, and the pearl that sits on top just sort of evaporates as this light shoots up out of the pedestal, and then the 
pedestal itself starts to fold open. This like mist comes out, sort of obscuring the room. Another smaller cradle starts to make its way up out from the center. And as it comes out of the mist, it locks into place, uh, but it is empty. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Gasp. Well, this is disappointing. <laughs> mysteries wrapped in mysteries oh, wrapped in mysteries. There's a hole in the center of this donut. Oh, a lot of information there. Do you think they figured it out? I do not. Next Freak is probably the final episode. There might be two more. I'm having a hard time with the editing. Maybe I should stop dosing Mike with sleeping poison and get him to do it. He's probably gonna get mad brain damage from this. Uh, oh well. Have you entered our giveaway yet? Go do that, you dunks! At Wonder and Blunder on Twitter. Retweet the giveaway tweet and get entered to win digital copies of Michelle Churchill's Ice Wind Whale and Waterdeep Kitten Rescue Adventures. Get some and see you next freak! <laughs>